Ayuvin Daf Memchaita. Last thing we were discussing was a statement in the in name of Rav Yehuda Mashmuel that the possession of an Ochri is not Koneshevita, and we said he was talking according to Rabbanan. And then we said a story that uh, the Goyim brought rams from outside the city into the city, and Rava originally allowed people from outside the city of, of uh, in the city of Mahuzat to buy it, and then Ravina made him switch his mind, and he in the end Rava only allowed the people of Mevarchata to buy it because it it counts like one big four amot area. With that, we are starting on Memzain Amud Bet. The second to last line at the end, where it says Taner Now we're at the last line. Herem, you have a big body of water where there's fish inside. Shabin Tehume Shabbat. It's between, let's say, two city, two borders of Shabbat, right in the middle. Tzarich Mechitza Shel You need a metal wall in between them. This way, each uh, each city could go get water from this uh, harem. Harem is that we'll call the pool of water. So when Rabbi Yosib heard this, he started laughing. So the Gemara wants to know my Why was he laughing? If you want to say because Rabbi Yosib was mahmir like Rabbi Yosib Nuri, that's something that is hefker kone shevita inside the city. And they're lenient that it's not Koneshevita and goes after the person who picked it up. So, like Mara asks, Because he's lenient, anyone who's Mahmir, he's going to laugh at? Ella, we have to say the reason he was laughing, because we have a bright out straight up. That says uh, uh, that any that water that is moving is like uh, if a person picks it up, it's like uh, it's like it goes after the person who picked it up. It goes two thousand amot of the person, not of where the water is. And so, because, so because they, there's a brayta, otherwise he started laughing. So Gemara says, wait, Maybe what Rabbi Hayab uh, said was water that wasn't moving, and over here it's talking about and that brayta was talking about rivers that were moving. So maybe it was talking about two different things. So why was he laughing? Ella, we have to say, what's the reason he was laughing? Mishum de katane, because Rabbi Hiya said, Sarich mechitza shel barzel afsiko. You need a metal wall to stop, to, 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 to put as a border between the two homes. And Rabbi Hanina was laughing. Maishana kanim delo. Why is a reed mat or a reed gate not good enough? Da'ale behumaya, because what is going to go through? Shel barzel nami ade behumaya. So, uh, so you know, even if you put metal in between, no matter how deep or whatever it is, water is going to still get through. So, and you want to say that's the reason he left? Pushes back. Maybe you need a metal wall, but really, in truth, there is no takana for this uh, pool of water. But we do the best we could. So again, why are you laughing? Ela, we have to say the reason he was laughing. Bishum dekalu shekilu hachamim b'maim. Hachamim were lenient when it came to mechitza uh, when you're putting in water. Kid Rabbi Tavla, like Rabbi Tavla said, the Ba'amin Rabbi Tavla Merav. Rabbi Tavla asked Rav, mechitza teluya. You have a hanging mechitza. Maushet atir bechorba. Can it work in a in a destructed area to make it considered a reshut yachid? 
for example, you have one wall missing and you just hang like a partition or something, can that uh, make it now, can, can that can be considered enclosed? And the Rav Amar Rav told him, in a hanging partition only works with water. Because hachamim were lenient with water. So now, if we're lenient with water, what are you coming to tell me? A metal wall. You could use any partition for that uh, sake because we're dealing with water. Now we're going to go back to the Gemara, uh, to the Mishnah, the end of Memehe Amud Aleph, and over there it said v'hachamim omrim en lo ela arba. The case was a person fell asleep, woke up, and it's already nighttime. Was he kone or not? And we said Rabbi Yohanan said he gets two thousand amot. Hachamim said he only gets four amot to each side. And Rabbi Yehuda said vehu be'emtsaan. We said Rabbi Yehuda said whichever way you want, you could go for amot. So the Gemara here asks Rabbi Yehuda, Hainu Tanakama, Rabbi Yehuda, who says he could go for amot any side he wants. He's like Tanakama. Who argues on Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri? And he says you have four amot. Same thing. With the area of eight by eight is the difference. According to Tanakama, you could go four amot to each side, which is an area of eight by eight. Yeah, you can't go from one side of your eight to the other side of the eight, but still you can go either way. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, you could only go four amot to one side. According to the Bimeir, who that's the Stam Mishnah, you have eight by eight area. This is all to walk. That's a Mahloket. Everyone agrees, four amot, yes, more than four amot is Asur. Sigma asks, This concept of four amot, that you know how to walk out of that home, where is it written? So the Gemara explains, it says in the Pasuk, everyone sit in your spot. I think the rest of the Pasuk is, don't leave your your space. Uh, just like your bottom. What's under you? A person's uh, goof, if he's lying down, it's three amot. And you get uh, an extra amot, uh, I guess, on each side to um, open up your hands and feet. Uh, you get extra amount to get, if you have something be, uh, under your feet to pick it up and then be able to put it under your head my benai what's the difference between what Rabbi Meir just told us and Rabbi Uda said so we explained according to Rabbi Meir who wants you spreading out he, he says, you know, I think we discussed this once. Uh, we count the four amot with uh, uh, six tefahim with your fingers open. And according to Rabbi Uda, he wants perfect. So the way you would count your four amot is with uh, six tefahim with your fingers closed. When you go in front of Rav Papa to learn, ask him the following kodesh. When we say four amot, we go by four amot, you know, each person by his, by his uh, standard. And usually it goes from the beginning of your hand to your elbow. Or do we go by the amot that were used in the bet, in the bet, in the Kodesh, in the Beit HaMikdash? Im amar lach amot shel Kodesh, Yavinande, if Rapapa tells you we go by amot that were in the Beit HaMikdash, 
And he's a really, really tall man, right? And four regular amot's not going to help him much. If we go by, if we go by each person by the, the size of his ama, then ask him. Why don't we say this is one of those uh, things that we go by a person's own personal measurement? Is a Mishnah in Masechet Kelim that quotes a whole bunch of uh, measurements that really go by. Uh, by the person himself. For example, uh, the Kohen comes to take uh, the Ketoret on Yom Kippur. He has to take a fistful, uh, three fingers full, and it goes by the three uh, by the Kohen's size. If he's a tall guy, short guy, all depends on him. Or same idea when it comes to Ayruv, we go by two uh, two Seudot, but it depends on the person eats. And there's a whole bunch over there. And... If we hold that four amot means four amot by depending on the person, then why wasn't this mentioned over there? So what happened? So now Rav Meshashia's son comes in front of Rav Papa and he asks him the question. For Medayek, so much into each Mishnah in, in, in Shas, we'll never be able to learn. However, I'm, I'll answer you. We go by each person on his own uh, size. So why don't we mention it in that Mishnah of Yeshamru in Masachet Kedim? Why? Because it's not 100% clear that we count based on a person's own foramot. If a person is uh, extremely short in one of his, in his uh, in his uh, in his body parts, so for example, uh, let's say we go by here from the length from his uh, beginning of his hand to his elbow, but let's say he has a really really small uh, elbow that that whole area his arm is very small, then it wouldn't be fair to say, oh well, that's your side, that's your ama, that's all you have. So since it's not exact for every person, meaning ratio of height to uh, to the arm length, therefore we didn't mention it in that uh, Mishnah Masachet Kelim. Now we're going back to the Mishnah, and the case over there was Hayushnaim Miktzata Motav Shalze. There was three men, one in the middle, two on the right, the two outer ones. Amot mixed with the middle guys Amot, so the two outer ones were allowed to share their. Uh, uh, a meal with the middle one and and the middle one with them but the two outer ones can share with them and Rabbi Shimon said it's like three Hatserot that are open to the middle one and each one is open to Rashut Arabim the outer ones could do an Ayruv uh, with the middle one but the, and the middle one with them but the, the two outer ones can't do a uh, Ayruv together and the Gemara asks Lama le Why is Rabbi Shimon coming from and, and having to tell us that I, what is this like? What I need this for? So the Gemara explains This is what Rabbi Shimon told Rabbanan Mikdi What's this uh, that middle guy that who's mutar with both of them? What's he like? Three hatserot each open to the other. And what Rabbi Shimon was really saying to them, by the Hatserot, you argued with me, you said the middle guy can't, the middle Hatser can't share with the two outer ones. And, and over here, and over here, 
You're not, you're not arguing, and you say that the middle guy could uh, share with the two outer ones. Verabanan would answer to Rabbi Shimon, Hatam by the Hatserot, There's a lot of people. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of noise, and therefore we're all ser because uh, not everyone can take care of himself, and you'll have people from all the way to the left uh, carrying it to the Hatser all the way at the right. Hachab, over here in the case of only three people, love Shadurin, not too many people, and everyone's going to be careful, and therefore we weren't Oser. Now, the last part of the Mishnah, Ushtayim Mahitsonot, the two outer ones are Asur uh, with, with, with each other. So the Gemara asks, Ve'amai, why are they Asur? Kevan de'arve de'ochitsonot ba'adem sa'it. If the two outer ones did Ayruv with the middle one, Haver de'ochada, it all became one big Hatser. You know, she explains it like this. If each one of the outer ones put it in the middle one, then it should all they should all be technically one. So the Gemara explains, No, we're not saying that the outer ones put it in the middle uh, hatzer. Rather, we're talking about The middle hatzer put one iruv there and one iruv there, and now it's mamash two separate iruvin. Even if they put it in the middle. So what are we talking about? Why is it a problem? They put the Iruvin Bishtebatim. Yeah, they put it in the middle Hatser, but in two different houses. I mean and since the Iruvim are separate, therefore they can't Iruv. Iruv is supposed to mix them. Well the Iruv, the food that you put is not mixed. So the masks came on. Where do you get this concept that if the Iruvim are not mixed, uh, then it's uh, not considered, then the Iru- then the Hatserot are not mixed either? Kebet Shammai, you have to say it's Bet Shammai, the Tanya. Hamisha, five people, Shegavot Iruban. Each one took a piece of bread, Untanu Bishne Kelim, and they put it in two separate Kelim. Bet Shammai, Omrim, and Iruvan, Iruv. They're not Iruvan, they're not, the Iruv doesn't count. Betty Lelomrin, Iruvan, Iruv, the Iruv counts. So you, so you, you want to say it's like Bet Shemai? No, Afilu Tema Bet Hilel. You could even say that Rav Sheshat said according to Bet Hilel, Atkan Lokamre Bet Hilel Hatam. Bet Hilel only said over there that it counts Ela Bishne Kelim because they put in two Kelim, but it's Bevait Had. Aval Bishne Batim, but once you put in two different houses, even Bet Hilel, they would say it doesn't work. Now, Rav Aha, the son of Rav Aviyah, said to Rav Asher, There's a problem with Rav Yudah and there's a problem with Rav Sheshat. Rav Yudah Kashya, the Amar, Kigon Shinatana, Emtsait, Iruva, Bazo, Iruva, Bazo. Rav Yudah, who said that the middle one put Iruv on the right and put Iruv with the left, and that's why they're separate. And the problem is, when the one in the middle did Iruv with, let's say, the one on the right, they become one. And now the middle one, which is now like connected with the other one, so those two now become one. And they does Iruv with the one, let's say, on the left. It's doing the shalihut of the one all the way on the other side. So those two are now connected with one and becomes one big one. So why should it count as two separate iruv? The opposite. It looks like they mixed everything. 
What's the problem with Rav Sheshat? Rav Sheshat said they put it in two separate hells. Make it like the case of five people who are living in one Hatser. One of them forgot to do Na'iruv, that the, he is Oser on everyone. And let's say the same idea over here, that since they're not doing Iruv together, one of the, the outer ones is going to be Oser on everyone from uh, their Iruv not working. Since the middle is counted uh, on both sides, and the both outside are not counted together, so uh, there, somebody's oser on someone, and the entire Iruv uh, should be no good. Amar le Rav so Rav answers back, Lo le Rav Yudah Kashav, velo le Rav Sheshat Kashat. It's not a problem, not Rav Yudah, not Rav Sheshat. The Rav Yudah, lo Kashav, Rav Yudah, who said that uh, the middle one put uh, one Iruv on this side, one Iruv on that side, it's not a problem, why? Since the middle one did the Iruv with this sign and with this sign, and the two other ones didn't do an Iruv together, so what did the, the, the people of the Hatser basically tell us? With the Iruv with the middle one I want to do, with the people from the other side, I don't want to do it. In just actions, they basically said, we're not interested in doing Ayruv at the other side. Ul Rav Sheshat, and Rav Sheshat who said, we're discussing two separate houses. The outer ones mixed it with the middle. Look, there's no problem. Why? Im amru diurin hakel. If they said all the homes, all the Hatserot, all the people are together as one Hatser, if we're trying to be lenient with, with that and say everyone is counts as being part of the middle, are we going to say that the outer ones is as if they live in the middle and they're going to be Osir on the other side because they are one of the, uh, they're one of the people living in the Hatser who didn't do an Iruv at the other side? Meaning we want to be lenient. We're not looking to be mahmir. And therefore we have to say, whatever they did with the middle one counts for something, at least to, to let them all carry as if they're one big neighborhood. Now, Amar Yudah Amarav, Zo Diver Bishimon. That's Rabbi Shimon words that the outside one is allowed with the middle and the, the middle is allowed with the outside. Hachamim hold that one reshut, one hatser can be used by two hatserot, the two outer ones. But the two hatserot cannot be used by the middle one. Meaning the outer ones could use the middle one, they could carry to the middle one, but the middle one can't carry to the outer ones. And Rashi explains, because the middle one has a connection with, uh, let's, say the, the, let's say the middle one has a connection with the left one, it is now, uh, the, the left part of the middle is Oser on the right part, and the same thing with the other side. Meaning there is a side in that middle now that is Oser on the outer one. So therefore the outer ones could carry the middle. They're connected, but the middle cannot uh, be used to carry the outer ones. Now this is Rashi's perush on the sugya Tosafot. You see this is a nice big Tosafot. Uh, he brings Rabbein Utam who explains a little bit different. Actually totally opposite. He holds 
that you can't carry from, let's say, the, all the way the right one, all the way to, to the middle one. Why? Because you might come to carry all the way to the, to the other side, all the way to the left. And the same thing with the left, can't carry the middle because it might go and continue and carry to the right one. However, the middle one can carry to the outer ones. And over there, we're not worried that you're going to carry to the opposite side. And his explanation is because we're not worried you're going to use things that belong to the right Hatser with the left Hatser and opposite. Now, Rav Yudah continues, When I went and I said that, that Rav said, When I said this in front of Shmuel, Amadi Shmuel told me, Even the Rabbi Shimon who was leaning over here, he's Oser with the middle one to the outer ones. And Rashi had a different perush, uh, and he knocks it out. That's the long Rashi. Either way, Aval Hachamim, Omrim, Shloshtan, Asurot, all three are Asur, one with the other. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Le'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.